0: Welcome to the show. Hello everyone. It's 9 19 February 3rd, 2020. It's a Monday evening. This is a time where I sit down and gather my thoughts and tell you some recent stories related to art. This happens to be the story that I attended my first nude live drawing class. Uh, This is the third time I actually took the class, which was last Friday. And I thought it's a story worth telling if those of you out there were thinking about taking some type of drawing class, not necessarily a, a nude model, but those of you who are just contemplating, should I take a class? Should I shell out the money to pay for it? And is it worth it? And the answer is yes. No matter what type of class that you're taking, especially in person, there's so many benefits of learning in a classroom setting, in a studio setting with someone that either is instructing because more than likely there are professional artists around you, people that know more than you, people that could share information. You could begin to network with other other artists and learn, besides learning in class, have other outlets to art that you may not know of. And I've learned so much from the people around me in the class, as well as learning from the person teaching it to learning techniques and tips overall. So let's go from the very beginning. My goal for this art class was to meet other people. That was my goal. The second goal was to learn how to draw a human figure. And the reason why I wanted to meet other people, I wanted to broaden my network for other artists as to what are people doing with art? Are they selling art? Are they collecting art? Are they taking art classes? What's happening in the art scene as it relates to my community? And what are the things that I could possibly transcend into my my community? And also, is there anything else I could be doing to better improve myself as an artist and overall my business? So let, let's start from the very beginning. So the art class was advertised in a, a local website. I did some further research. I made a couple of phone calls. The option was to either sign up online or pay the money at the door so that the, the class was $20 for three hours. Let's just, let's get that right out of the way. And it's well worth it with something that if I did it three or four times over a six month period, it it pays for itself tremendously So I paid the $20 at the door. I was very, very nervous. Didn't know what to expect. Didn't know what the models would be like, male or female. Who's going to be doing this? How is it going to be arranged? What happens at the end? How long does this go? What if I'm not drawing right? What if people are looking at my drawings thinking that, what is she here for? I mean, how does the whole thing work, really? The model's there, and I paid the $20 and she sees all my stuff. And I literally brought more than likely like a carload full of art supplies. I literally brought every single art supply that I own with me. That includes acrylics, paintbrushes, canvases, sketchbooks, you name it. I brought, cause I was, had this grandiose, idea that I was going to paint every single, use every type of medium and make these beautiful masterpieces that were going to be framed later on so that I could sell them possibly maybe even to the model. Who knows? None of that happened. I walked in and everyone's sitting very calmly around either their own easel. They were standing or sitting on a stool. Other people are milling around. One person sitting on one of those artist benches where you kind of straddle the bench and lay your sketchbook up against the back, and then it's you're able to lean into your artwork and and you have more range of uh, visual seeing because there's nothing blocking it. When you have an easel and you're drawing someone that's behind you, you have to kind of go back and forth between the drawing on the easel that's at eye level. When you're standing and then move slightly to your left your right depending upon where you want to position yourself and then actually draw on your on your canvas when i say canvas i mean either sketch pad or sketchbook a lot of people using plain white paper or what i found which was very interesting which i learned in the class is newsprint paper which is very thin newsprint paper that you can pick up at any art supply a large pad is going to cost you really next to nothing and it's something that you practice on. It's very, very thin and light and very easy to transport around. And what someone had mentioned to me in the class is that the charcoal or pencil or anything that you're using slides across the newsprint paper very smoothly. And you can cast long shadowy type of lines, including hair, a fine line, shoulders, or things like that. And I, I did not know that. These, Again, these are things that I learned for the very first time. And by me just walking around the room and just pausing and watching everyone, I learned so much, but just by observing other people doing the actual artwork. The person was in the room, when I say person, the model, and they, they stand up on the small makeshift type stage, which was made out of plywood. The room was very dark. It's very cold out. It is a winter night. Um, the heat has turned up pretty high. Of course you want to be comfortable. And, you know, the blinds are drawn and the lights are very dim, but the lights are on stands, professional lighting that are positioned on angles, positioned on the models. And then there's a few overhead lights very dimly so that the artist can see on the easel. So the, the lighting is very, very soft. I particularly maybe would have brought a um, a clip on light, but I didn't do that because I didn't know what to expect the first time other than... I brought way too many supplies and was way too ambitious from the very beginning. A lot of people just showed up with sketch pads and notebooks underneath their arm and maybe a little tote bag full of pencils and charcoals and pastels or the like. Some people just even drew on ballpoint pens and and things like that. So what happens is someone is there proctoring the class, not really No one's teaching per se. You're just getting to know people if you want to, or you can just not talk to anyone. But I find that if I'm trekking out for a night and I'm going to spend three hours with someone or a group of people, I'm going to get to know people. I exchange business cards. I tell them who I am. And what I'd like to do is learn from them. These people or artists that are just like me that are either learning or extremely advanced or intermediate level, whatever level you want to call it. And there are a lot of things that you can learn just by asking simple questions as to what kind of supplies you use, what kind of paper you use. How did you get into art? How did you find out about the class? Is this something that you'd like to pursue? Do you sell your art? Where do you store your art and how do you store it? I have so much artwork. It's, it's getting a little overwhelming It's to a point where it's not overtaking a particular room, but I know that if I don't watch it, it's going to grow rather quickly. And I don't want to be in that position where I'm weeding out pieces of art. So I'm going to be really careful as to how I'm going to store our work. So one of the questions of a fellow artist that was next to me, uh, an elderly woman who lived in the area, I'd asked her, you know, how did you find out about the class? And she said she would go every Friday. She just started about a couple of months ago and her drawings are magnificent. Again, I may be starting to draw and I really don't know what I'm doing. And I turn to someone and I say, I really don't know what I'm doing. And can't you see by just come take a peek, come look at my artwork. It was a mess. It was a real mess and that's okay. And I think by just being modest and honest with people goes to show you what kind of person you are. I'm not going to say that every time I make a piece of artwork, I say it's terrible. What I'm saying is that this was the very first time I was doing this and I had really had no idea or any expectations as to how this was going to turn out and how my artwork was going to turn out. But I will tell you that it was something that I thoroughly enjoyed Again, just by learning and listening to other people and watching them work. For example, someone was using a regular plastic glove to blend in the charcoal with one hand and draw with the other. I don't particularly like to blend charcoals. Um, only if I use charcoal powder for the background for a landscape scene, but I don't get in the habit of actually blending using my finger or Or in that case, she was using a glove with the um, blending of the charcoal. The idea of the class was that it's 15 minute poses, a pause, 15 minute poses, a pause, again, proctored by the person that, that is having the class or that is hired by to watch over the class. And Those 15 minutes are timed obviously on a cell phone. And then there's a particular break for the model that puts back on their robe and takes a break and we take a break also. And then there's two half hour poses that are pretty similar to each other. Some people in the class stuck to their 15 minute pose or half hour pose and expanded on that. Other people did many, many drawings on one piece of paper and were just practicing over and over and over again even on the same pose. For me, I just took out an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that was actually sketch pad paper, somewhere nine by twelves. I started to use the back and the front. And when I did realize taking the R class, when I took the second R class and into the third, since the first class was a male model, the second was a female and the third class was a female The, the two females were pretty similar in body shape and when I was drawing one figure and then drawing the next from one Friday to the next, they looked pretty similar and I was trying to think which one did I do? So what I did on each piece of paper going forward is I quickly dated the piece of paper on the bottom or somewhere in the corner of the paper to denote, okay, this is the class that I took and this is all the series of those drawings from that particular class because one week there was a female model and her body type was very similar or as similar to the next female the following Friday. And I was getting a little confused as to, was this from today or from last Friday? And I wanted to see a natural progression over the course of classes and see where I will go in the future as far as drawing goes. But what the message of this particular podcast is that it is so important to take a class in person. I love the videos. I love watching videos. I love reading books. I read a lot of books about anatomy and was studying up on body figures and all types of drawings, past and present, modern, contemporary drawings, obviously going back to the beginning of time and the famous anatomy drawings that we're all very familiar with. But what I find is by taking a class in person, not only do you get to see everything and hear everything, you you get to really watch and observe the other artists around you. And some of them are well, well advanced. And I really appreciate that. Some people will, may not be too open to talk or, and I know who they are in the class and that's okay. But there are other people that will or willing to talk with me and then we'll go the extra mile. And those are the people I kind of gravitate towards. And if I see someone coming in after I've been there, let's say six or nine months, or maybe take a break and go back to the class and they're starting off new, I would like to be the one to help them as well. So I believe it to be passing on the knowledge and techniques and making sure if people feel comfortable as well, even though it's, this is not my class, but you want to continue that. For other people. I think it's just the right thing to do. So I'm going to leave you with that. The art class was a great experience. I was extremely nervous at first, not sure what to expect. Remember, these people are people just like you and I, they're professional models. The environment was extremely professional. Again, it's about the artwork, it's about learning how to draw the human figure, which is extremely difficult. If you can draw the human figure, you can pretty much draw anything as far as I'm concerned. If you can draw sh- basic shapes, you can draw a human body. Someone had mentioned to me to purchase the wooden model figure that's obviously very flexible. You can pose it in different positions. Those are just basic shapes. You know, you start with the head It's an oval, the body type, another oval, you know, ovals for the arm, Connected by segments of circles from joints and etc., those are great techniques to start off at, like a drawing one-on-one class. But that's not really where I was going. I was really looking for a very open, sketchy, chalky, rough sketch. That that's my style. Very rough, open lines. Almost looks haphazardly, but you. If I just draw three or four lines, you know, that's a person. And that's what I was going after was the very rough, quick sketch. And then I would go back to, I would leave them clipped on the easel all around the side. Since the pieces of paper were small, I would go back and shade them possibly between breaks. Or if I wasn't really satisfied with one particular drawing or one pose, I would go back to the first or second pose that I started on and shade in and create more values or highlights, et cetera, or remove just by using the eraser. So it was something that I would recommend. I recommend taking an art class. There are plenty of opportunities to take art classes in your community at the local community colleges. There are uh, continuing education classes. There is a lot of centers and art councils around that, Promote our classes, whether during the day or in the evenings. Some of them will even let you take classes and prorate it. And if you haven't been able to sign up right away, and I, and I noticed that with this particular studio, since I was so open about talking about art and where I was starting, and I told them that I was a very beginner about drawing the human body they had encouraged me to sign up for the art class it was already three classes in it was total of eight classes but the person who's running the program said that they would prorate those classes and just so that I would pay only for their five remaining classes I thought that was very generous and very sweet and um, again all these places are willing to work with you all you need to do is ask so I think if you really want to you know promote or improve your artwork taking a class sitting with people you know, it's really the experience itself alone and the way you see other people work, you begin to really develop your own style, your own way of handling the tools, storing the tools, w- working the, the the piece of paper, blending, non-blending, and that you all start to develop your own real style at that point, and regardless of what the medium is. So all in all, I'll leave you with you know, continue to do what you're doing, but I really encourage everyone this week to just go and find a local class. Again, it doesn't have to be something extremely elaborate. There's tons of opportunity, but if there isn't, I would even go to some of these art councils and ask. And the more that you ask, the more that you learn. Don't be afraid because I think there's a lot of people out there that would like to support you as well. So thank you so much for listening and, uh, Hopefully everyone take my advice or maybe not, but anyway, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone it's nine nineteen February third twenty twenty It's a Monday evening. This is a time where I sit down and gather my thoughts and tell you some recent stories related to art. This happens to be the story that I attended my first nude live drawing class. Uh, This is the third time I actually took the class, which was last Friday. And I thought it's a story worth telling if those of you out there were thinking about taking some type of drawing class, not necessarily a, a nude model, but those of you who are just contemplating, should I take a class? Should I shell out the money to pay for it? And is it worth it? And the answer is yes. No matter what type of class that you're taking, especially in person, there's so many benefits of learning in a classroom setting, in a studio setting with someone that either is instructing, because more than likely there are professional artists around you, people that know more than you, people that could share information. You could begin to network with other, other artists and learn, besides learning in class, have other outlets to art that you may not know of. And I've learned so much from the people around me in the class, as well as learning from the person teaching it to learning techniques and tips overall. So let's go from the very beginning. My goal for this art class was to meet other people. That was my goal. The second goal was to learn how to draw a human figure. And the reason why I wanted to meet other people, I wanted to broaden my network for other artists as to what are people doing with art? Are they selling art? Are they collecting art? Are they taking art classes? What's happening in the art scene as it relates to my community? And what are the things that I could possibly transcend into my my community? And also, is there anything else I could be doing to better improve myself as an artist and overall my business. So let's, let's start from the very beginning. So the art class was advertised and a, a local website. I did some further research. I made a couple of phone calls. The option was to either sign up online or pay the money at the door oh. so that the, the class was $20 for three hours. Let's just, let's get that right out of the way. And it's well worth it with something that if I did it three or four times over a six-month period, it it pays for itself tremendously. So I paid the $20 at the door. I was very, very nervous. Didn't know what to expect. Didn't know what the models would be like, male or female. Who's going to be doing this? How is it going to be arranged? What happens at the end? How long does this go? What if I'm not drawing right? What if people are looking at my drawings, thinking that, what is she here for? I mean, how does the whole thing work, really? The model's there and I paid the $20 and she sees all my stuff. And I literally brought more than likely like a carload full of art supplies. I literally brought every single art supply that I own with me. That includes acrylics, paintbrushes, canvases, sketchbooks, you name it. I brought, because I was, had this grandiose idea that I was going to paint every single, use every type of medium and make these beautiful masterpieces that were going to be framed later on so that I could sell them possibly, maybe even to the model. Who knows? None of that happened. I walked in and everyone's sitting very calmly around either their own easel. They're really standing or sitting on a stool. Other people are milling around. One person sitting on one of those artist benches where you kind of straddle the bench and lay your sketchbook up against the back, and then it's you're able to lean into your artwork and and you have more range of. Uh, visual scene because there's nothing blocking it. When you have an easel and you're drawing someone that's behind you, you have to kind of go back and forth between the drawing on the easel that's at eye level when you're standing, and then move slightly to your left or your right depending upon where you want to position yourself, and then actually draw on your on your canvas. When I say canvas, I mean either sketch pad or sketchbook. A lot of people using plain white paper. Or what I found, which was very interesting, which I learned in the class, is newsprint paper, which is very thin newsprint paper that you can pick up at any art supply. A large pad is going to cost you really next to nothing. And it's something that you practice on. It's very, very thin and light and very easy to transport around. And what someone had mentioned to me in the class is that the charcoal or pencil or anything that you're using slides across the newsprint paper very smoothly. And you can cast long shadowy type of lines, including hair, a fine line, shoulders, or things like that. And I, I did not know that these, again, these are things that I learned for the very first time. And by me just walking around the room and just pausing and watching everyone, I learned so much, but just by observing other people doing the actual artwork. The person was in the room, when I say person, the model, and they, they stand up on the small makeshift type stage, which was made out of plywood. The room was very dark. It's very cold out. It is a winter night. Um, the heat has turned up pretty high. Of course, you want to be comfortable and, you know, the blinds are drawn and the lights are very dim, but the lights are on stands, professional lighting that are positioned on angles, positioned on the models. And then there's a few overhead lights very dimly so that the artist can see on the easel. So the the lighting is very, very soft. I particularly maybe would have brought a, um, a clip on light, but I didn't do that because I didn't know what to expect the first time. Other than I brought way too many supplies and was way too ambitious from the very beginning. A lot of people just showed up with sketch pads and notebooks underneath their arm and maybe a little tote bag full of pencils and charcoals and pastels or the like. Some people just even drew on ballpoint pens and, and things like that. So what happens is someone is there proctoring the class, not really, no one's teaching per se. You're just getting to know people if you want to, or you can just not talk to anyone. But I find that if I'm trekking out for a night And I'm going to spend three hours with someone or a group of people. I'm going to get to know people. I exchange business cards. I tell them who I am. And what I'd like to do is learn from them. These people or artists that are just like me that are either learning or extremely advanced or intermediate level, whatever level you want to call it. And there are a lot of things that you can learn just by asking simple questions as to what kind of supplies you use, what kind of paper you use. How did you get into art? How did you find out about the class? Is this something that you like to pursue? Do you sell your art? Where do you store your art? And how do you store it? I have so much artwork. it's, It's getting a little overwhelming. It's to a point where it's not overtaking a particular room, but I know that if I don't watch it, it's going to grow rather quickly. And I don't want to be in that position where I'm weeding out pieces of art. So I'm going to be really careful as to how I'm going to store our work. So one of the questions of a fellow artist that was next to me, uh, an elderly woman who lived in the area, I'd asked her, you know, how did you find out about the class? And she said she would go every Friday. She started about a couple of months ago and her drawings are magnificent. Again, I may be starting to draw and i really don't know what I'm doing. And I turn to someone and I say, I really don't know what I'm doing. And can't you see, by just come take a peek. Come look at my artwork. It was a mess. It was a real mess. And that's okay. And I think by just being modest and honest with people goes to show you what kind of person you are. I'm not going to say that every time I make a piece of artwork, I say, it's terrible. What I'm saying is that This was the very first time I was doing this and I had really had no idea or any expectations as to how this was going to turn out and how my artwork was gonna turn out. But I will tell you that it was something that I thoroughly enjoyed. Again, just by learning and listening to other people and watching them work. For example, someone was using a regular plastic glove to blend in the charcoal with one hand and draw with the other. I don't particularly like to blend charcoals um, only if I use charcoal powder for the background for a landscape scene, but I don't get in the habit of actually blending using my finger or perhaps, or in that case, she was using a glove with the um, blending of the charcoal. The idea of the class was that it's 15 minute poses, a pause, 15 minute poses, a pause again, proctored by the person that, that is having the class or that is hired by to watch over the class. And those 15 minutes are timed obviously on a cell phone. And then there's a particular break for the model that puts back on their robe and takes a break and we take a break also. And then there's two half hour poses that are pretty similar to each other. Some people in the class stuck to their 15 minute pose or half hour pose and expanded on that. Other people did many, many drawings on one piece of paper and were just practicing over and over and over again, even on the same pose. For me, I just took out an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. That was actually sketch pad paper. Some were nine by 12s. I started to use the back and the front and when I, did realize taking the R class when I took the second R class and into the third since the first class was a male model, the second was a female and the third class was a female, that the two females were pretty similar in body shape. And when I was drawing one figure and then drawing the next from one Friday to the next, they looked pretty similar and I was trying to think which one did I do so what I did on each piece of paper going forward as I quickly dated the piece of paper on the bottom or somewhere in the corner of the paper to denote, okay, this is the class that I took and this is all the series of those drawings from that particular class. Because one week there was a female model and her body type was very similar or as similar to the next female the following Friday. And I was getting a little confused as to was this from today or from last Friday and I wanted to see a natural progression over the course of classes and see where I will go in the future as far as drawing goes. But what the message of this particular podcast is that it is so important to take a class in person. I love the videos. I love watching videos. I love reading books. I read a lot of books about anatomy and was studying up on body figures and all types of drawings, past and present, modern, contemporary drawings, obviously going back to the beginning of time and the famous anatomy drawings that we're all very familiar with. But what I find is by taking a class in person, not only do you get to see everything and hear everything, you you get to really watch and observe the other artists around you. And some of them are well, well advanced. And I really appreciate that. Some people will, may not be too open to talk or, and I know who they are in the class and that's okay. But there are other people that will, or willing to talk with me and it will go the extra mile. And those are the people I kind of gravitate towards. And if I see someone coming in after I've been there, let's say six or nine months or maybe take a break and go back to the class and they're starting off new, I would like to be the one to help them as well. So I believe it to be passing on the knowledge and techniques and making sure if people feel comfortable as well, even though it's, this is not my class, but you want to continue that for other people. I think it's just the right thing to do. So I'm going to leave you with that. The R class was a great experience. I was extremely nervous at first, not sure what to expect. Remember these people are people just like you and I, they're professional models. The environment was extremely professional. Again, it's about the artwork. It's about learning how to draw the human figure, which is extremely difficult. If you can draw the human figure, you can pretty much draw anything as far as I'm concerned. If you can draw basic shapes, you can draw a human body. Someone had mentioned to me to purchase the wooden model figure. That's obviously very flexible. You can pose it in different positions. Those are just basic shapes. You know, you start with the head as an oval, the body type, another oval, you know, ovals for the arm Connected by segments of circles from joints and etc., those are great techniques to start off at, like a drawing one-on-one class. But that's not really where I was going. I was really looking for a very open, sketchy, chalky, rough sketch. That that's my style. Very rough, open lines. Almost looks haphazardly, but you. If I just draw three or four lines, you know, that's a person. And that's what I was going after was the very rough, quick sketch. And then I would go back to, I would leave them clipped on the easel all around the side. Since the pieces of paper were small, I would go back and shade them possibly between breaks. Or if I wasn't really satisfied with one particular drawing or one pose, I would go back to the first or second pose that I started on and shade in and create more values or highlights, et cetera, or remove just by using the eraser. So it was something that I would recommend. I recommend taking an art class. There are plenty of opportunities to take art classes in your community at the local community colleges. There are uh, continuing education classes. There is a lot of centers and art councils around that promote art classes, whether during the day or in the evenings, some of them will even let you take classes and prorate it. And if you haven't been able to sign up right away, And and I noticed that with this particular studio, since I was so open about talking about art and where I was starting, and I told them that I was a very beginner about drawing the human body. They had encouraged me to sign up for the art class. It was already three classes in. It was a total of eight classes. But the person who was running the program said that they would prorate those classes and just so that I would pay only for their five remaining classes. I thought that was very generous and very sweet. And, um, again, I, all these places are willing to work with you. All you need to do is ask. So I think if you really want to, you know, promote or improve your artwork, taking a class, sitting with people you know, it's really the experience itself alone and the way you see other people work, you begin to really develop your own style, your own way of handling the tools, storing the tools, w- working the, the the piece of paper, blending, non-blending, and that you all start to develop your own real style at that point, regardless of what the medium is. So all in all, I'll leave you with you know, continue to do what you're doing. But I really encourage everyone this week to just go and find a local class. Again, it doesn't have to be something extremely elaborate. There's tons of opportunity, but if there isn't, I would even go to some of these art councils and ask. And the more that you ask, the more that you learn. Don't be afraid because I think there's a lot of people out there that would like to support you as well. So thank you so much for listening and, uh, Hopefully everyone take my advice or maybe not, but anyway, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone. It's 919 February 3rd, 2020. It's a Monday evening. This is a time where I sit down and gather my thoughts and tell you some recent stories related to art. This happens to be the story that I attended my first nude live drawing class. I, this is the third time I actually took the class, which was last Friday. And I thought it's a story worth telling if those of you out there are thinking about taking some type of drawing class, not necessarily a, a nude model, but those of you who are just contemplating, should I take a class? Should I shell out the money to pay for it? And is it worth it? And the answer is yes. No matter what type of class that you're taking, especially in person, there's so many benefits of learning in a classroom setting, in a studio setting with someone that either is instructing, because more than likely there are professional artists around you, people that know more than you, people that could share information. You could begin to network with other, other artists and learn, besides learning in class, have other outlets to art that you may not know of. And I've learned so much from the people around me in the class, as well as learning from the person teaching it to learning techniques and tips overall. So let's go from the very beginning. My goal for this art class was to meet other people. That was my goal. The second goal was to learn how to draw a human figure. And the reason why I wanted to meet other people, I wanted to broaden my network for other artists as to what are people doing with art? Are they selling art? Are they collecting art? Are they taking art classes? What's happening in the art scene as it relates to my community? And what are the things that I could possibly transcend into my, my community? And also, is there anything else I could be doing to better improve myself as an artist and overall my business. So let's, let's start from the very beginning. So the art class was advertised and a, a local website. I did some further research. I made a couple of phone calls. The option was to either sign up online or pay the money at the door oh. so that the, the class was $20 for three hours. Let's just, let's get that right out of the way. And it's well worth it with something that if I did it three or four times over a six-month period, it it pays for itself tremendously. So I paid the $20 at the door. I was very, very nervous. Didn't know what to expect. Didn't know what the models would be like, male or female. Who's going to be doing this? How is it going to be arranged? What happens at the end? How long does this go? What if I'm not drawing right? What if people are looking at my drawings, thinking that, what is she here for? I mean, how does the whole thing work, really? The model's there, and I pay the $20, and she sees all my stuff, and I literally brought, more than likely, like a carload full of art supplies. I literally brought every single art supply that I own with me. That includes acrylics paintbrushes, canvases, sketchbooks, you name it. I brought, cause I was, had this grandiose idea that I was going to paint every single, use every type of medium and make these beautiful masterpieces that were going to be framed later on so that I could sell them possibly maybe even to the model. Who knows? None of that happened. I walked in and everyone's sitting very calmly around either their own easel. They're really standing or sitting on a stool. Other people are milling around. One person sitting on one of those artist bench where you kind of straddle the bench and lay your sketchbook up against the back. And then it's, you're able to lean into your artwork and, and you have more range of uh, visual scene because there's nothing blocking it. When you have an easel and you're drawing someone that's behind you, you have to kind of go back and forth between the drawing on the easel that's at eye level when you're standing, and then move slightly to your left, or your right, depending upon where you want to position yourself, and then actually draw on your on your canvas. When I say canvas, I mean either sketch pad or sketchbook. A lot of people using plain white paper. Or what I found, which was very interesting, which I learned in the class, is newsprint paper, which is very thin newsprint paper that you can pick up at any art supply. A large pad is going to cost you really next to nothing. And it's something that you practice on. It's very, very thin and light and very easy to transport around. And what someone had mentioned to me in the class is that the charcoal or pencil or anything that you're using Slides across the newsprint paper very smoothly, and you can cast long, shadowy type of lines, including hair, a fine line, shoulders, or things like that. And I, I did not know that. These, again, these are things that I learned for the very first time. And by me just walking around the room and just pausing and watching everyone, I learned so much, but just by observing other people doing the actual artwork. The person was in the room, when I say person, the model, and they, they stand up on the small makeshift type stage, which was made out of plywood. The room was very dark. It's very cold out. It is a winter night. Um, the heat has turned up pretty high. Of course, you want to be comfortable and, you know, the blinds are drawn and the lights are very dim, but the lights are on stands, professional lighting that are positioned on angles, positioned on the models. And then there's a few overhead lights very dimly so that the artist can see on the easel. So the the lighting is very, very soft. I particularly maybe would have brought a, um, a clip on light, but I didn't do that because I didn't know what to expect the first time. Other than I brought way too many supplies and was way too ambitious from the very beginning. A lot of people just showed up with sketch pads and notebooks underneath their arm and maybe a little tote bag full of pencils and charcoals and pastels or the like. Some people just even drew on ballpoint pens and, and things like that. So what happens is someone is there proctoring the class, not really, no one's teaching per se. You're just getting to know people if you want to, or you can just not talk to anyone. But I find that if I'm trekking out for a night And I'm going to spend three hours with someone or a group of people. I'm going to get to know people. I exchange business cards. I tell them who I am. And what I'd like to do is learn from them. These people or artists that are just like me that are either learning or extremely advanced or intermediate level, whatever level you want to call it. And there are a lot of things that you can learn just by asking simple questions as to what kind of supplies you use, what kind of paper you use. How did you get into art? How did you find out about the class? Is this something that you'd like to pursue? Do you sell your art? Where do you store your art? And how do you store it? I have so much artwork. It's it's getting a little overwhelming. It's to a point where it's not overtaking a particular room, but I know that if I don't watch it, it's going to grow rather quickly. And I don't want to be in that position where I'm weeding out pieces of art. So I'm going to be really careful as to how I'm going to store our work. So one of the questions of a fellow artist that was next to me, uh, an elderly woman who lived in the area, I'd asked her, you know, how did you find out about the class? And she said she would go every Friday. She just started about a couple of months ago and her drawings are magnificent. Again, I may be starting to draw and I, really don't know what I'm doing. And I turn to someone and I say, I really don't know what I'm doing. And can't you see by just come take a peek, come look at my artwork. It was a mess. It was a real mess. And that's okay. And I think by just being modest and honest with people goes to show you what kind of person you are. I'm not going to say that every time I make a piece of artwork, I say, it's terrible. What I'm saying is that This was the very first time I was doing this and I had really had no idea or any expectations as to how this was going to turn out and how my artwork was going to turn out. But I will tell you that it was something that I thoroughly enjoyed, again, just by learning and listening to other people and watching them work. For example, someone was using a regular plastic glove to blend in the charcoal with one hand and draw with the other. I don't particularly like to blend charcoals um, only if I use charcoal powder for the background for a landscape scene, but I don't get in the habit of actually blending using my finger or perhaps, or in that case, she was using a glove with the um, blending of the charcoal. The idea of the class was that it's 15 minute poses, a pause, 15 minute poses, a pause again, proctored by the person that, that is having the class or that is hired by to watch over the class. And those 15 minutes are timed obviously on a cell phone. And then there's a particular break for the model that puts back on their robe and takes a break and we take a break also. And then there's two half hour poses that are pretty similar to each other. Some people in the class stuck to their 15-minute pose or half-hour pose and expanded on that. Other people did many, many drawings on one piece of paper and were just practicing over and over and over again, even on the same pose. For me, I just took out an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper that was actually sketch pad paper, some were 9 by 12s I started to use the back and the front, and when I did realize taking the R class when I took the second R class and into the third, since the first class was a male model, the second was a female, and the third class was a female, that the two females were pretty similar in body shape. And when I was drawing one figure and then drawing the next from one Friday to the next, they looked pretty similar. And I was trying to think, which one did I do? So what I did... On each piece of paper going forward as I quickly dated the piece of paper on the bottom or somewhere in the corner of the paper to denote, okay, this is the class that I took and this is all the series of those drawings from that particular class. Because one week there was a female model and her body type was very similar or as similar to the next female the following Friday. And I was getting a little confused as to was this from today or from last Friday and I wanted to see a natural progression over the course of classes and see where I will go in the future as far as drawing goes. But what the message of this particular podcast is that it is so important to take a class in person. I love the videos. I love watching videos. I love reading books. I read a lot of books about anatomy and was studying up on body figures and all types of drawings, past and present, modern, contemporary drawings, obviously going back to the beginning of time and the famous anatomy drawings that we're all very familiar with. But what I find is by taking a class in person, not only do you get to see everything and hear everything, you you get to really watch and observe the other artists around you. And some of them are well, well advanced. And I really appreciate that. Some people will, may not be too open to talk or, and I know who they are in the class and that's okay. But there are other people that will, or willing to talk with me and we will go the extra mile. And those are the people I kind of gravitate towards. And if I see someone coming in after I've been there, let's say six or nine months or maybe take a break and go back to the class and they're starting off new, I would like to be the one to help them as well. So I believe it to be passing on the knowledge and techniques and making sure if people feel comfortable as well, even though it's, this is not my class, but you want to continue that for other people. I think it's just the right thing to do. So I'm going to leave you with that. The R class was a great experience. I was extremely nervous at first, not sure what to expect. Remember, these people are people just like you and I. They're professional models. The environment was extremely professional. Again, it's about the artwork. It's about learning how to draw the human figure, which is extremely difficult. If you can draw the human figure, you can Pretty much draw anything as far as I'm concerned. If you can draw basic shapes, you can draw a human body. Someone had mentioned to me to purchase the wooden model figure that's obviously very flexible. You can pose it in different positions. Those are just basic shapes. You know, you start with the head as an oval, the body type, another oval, And you know, ovals for the arm. Connected by segments of circles from joints and etc. Those are great techniques to start off at, like a drawing one-on-one class. But that's not really where I was going. I was really looking for a very open, sketchy, chalky, rough sketch. That that's my style. Very rough, open lines. Almost looks haphazardly, but you. If I just draw three or four lines, you know, that's a person. And that's what I was going after was the very rough, quick sketch. And then I would go back to, I would leave them clipped on the easel all around the side. Since the pieces of paper were small, I would go back and shade them possibly between breaks. Or if I wasn't really satisfied with one particular drawing or one pose, I would go back to the first or second pose that I started on and shade in and create more values or highlights, et cetera, or remove just by using the eraser. So it was something that I would recommend. I recommend taking an art class. There are plenty of opportunities to take art classes in your community at the local community colleges. There are uh, continuing education classes. There is a lot of centers and art councils around that Promote our classes, whether during the day or in the evenings. Some of them will even let you take classes and prorate it. And if you haven't been able to sign up right away, and I, and I noticed that with this particular studio, since I was so open about talking about art and where I was starting, and I told them that I was a very beginner about drawing the human body. They had encouraged me to sign up for the art class. It was already three classes in. It was a total of eight classes. But the person who was running the program said that they would prorate those classes and just so that I would pay only for their five remaining classes. I thought that was very generous and very sweet. And um, again, I, all these places are willing to work with you. All you need to do is ask. So I think if you really want to, you know, promote or improve your artwork, taking a class, sitting with people, you know, it's really the experience itself alone and the way you see other people work, you begin to really develop your own style, your own way of handling the tools, storing the tools, working the the piece of paper, blending, non-blending, and that you all start to develop your own real style at that point, regardless of what the medium is. So all in all, I'll leave you with you know, continue to do what you're doing. But I really encourage everyone this week to just go and find a local class. Again, it doesn't have to be something extremely elaborate. There's tons of opportunity, but if there isn't, I would even go to some of these art councils and ask. And the more that you ask, the more that you learn. Don't be afraid because I think there's a lot of people out there that would like to support you as well. So thank you so much for listening and, uh, Hopefully everyone take my advice or maybe not. But anyway, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. It's 9-19, February 3rd, 2020. It's a Monday evening. This is a time where I sit down and gather my thoughts and tell you some recent stories related to art. This happens to be the story that I attended my first nude live drawing class. I, this is the third time I actually took the class, which was last Friday. And I thought it's a story worth telling if those of you out there are thinking about taking some type of drawing class, not necessarily a, a nude model, but those of you who are just contemplating, should I take a class? Should I shell out the money to pay for it? And is it worth it? And the answer is yes. No matter what type of class that you're taking, especially in person, there's so many benefits of learning in a classroom setting, in a studio setting with someone that either is instructing, because more than likely there are professional artists around you, people that know more than you, people that could share information. You could begin to network with other, other artists and learn, besides learning in class, have other outlets to art that you may not know of. And I've learned so much from the people around me in the class, as well as learning from the person teaching it to learning techniques and tips overall. So let's go from the very beginning. My goal for this art class was to meet other people. That was my goal. The second goal was to learn how to draw a human figure And the reason why I wanted to meet other people, I wanted to broaden my network for other artists as to what are people doing with art? Are they selling art? Are they collecting art? Are they taking art classes? What's happening in the art scene as it relates to my community? And what are the things that I could possibly transcend into my, my community? And also, is there anything else I could be doing to better improve myself as an artist and overall my business. So let's, let's start from the very beginning. So the art class was advertised and a, a local website. I did some further research. I made a couple of phone calls. The option was to either sign up online or pay the money at the door. Oh. So that the, the class was $20 for three hours. Let's just, let's get that right out of the way. And it's well worth it with something that if I did it three or four times over a six-month period, it it pays for itself tremendously. So I paid the $20 at the door. I was very, very nervous. Didn't know what to expect. Didn't know what the models would be like, male or female. Who's going to be doing this? How is it going to be arranged? What happens at the end? How long does this go? What if I'm not drawing right? What if people are looking at my drawings, thinking that, what is she here for? I mean, how does the whole thing work, really? The model's there, and I pay the $20, and she sees all my stuff, and I literally brought, more than likely, like a carload full of art supplies. I literally brought every single art supply that I own with me. That includes acrylics paintbrushes, canvases, sketchbooks, you name it. I brought, cause I was, had this grandiose idea that I was going to paint every single, use every type of medium and make these beautiful masterpieces that were going to be framed later on so that I could sell them possibly maybe even to the model. Who knows? None of that happened. I walked in and everyone's sitting very calmly around either their own easel. They're really standing or sitting on a stool. Other people are milling around. One person sitting on one of those artist benches where you kind of straddle the bench and lay your sketchbook up against the back. And then it's you're able to lean into your artwork and, and you have more range of uh, visual scene because there's nothing blocking it. When you have an easel... And you're drawing someone that's behind you. You have to kind of go back and forth between the drawing on the easel, that's at eye level when you're standing, and then move slightly to your left or your right depending upon where you want to position yourself, and then actually draw on your on your canvas. And when I say canvas, I mean either sketch pad or sketchbook. A lot of people using plain white paper, or what I found, which was very interesting, which I learned in the class, is newsprint paper, which is very thin newsprint paper that you can pick up at any art supply a large pad is it's going to cost you really next to nothing and it's something that you practice on it's very very thin and light and very easy to transport around and what someone had mentioned to me in the class is that the charcoal or pencil or anything that you're using slides across the newsprint paper very smoothly and you can cast long shadowy type of lines including hair a fine line shoulders or things like that, and I I did not know that. These again, these are things that I had learned for the very first time, and by me just walking around the room and just pausing and watching everyone, I learned so much. But just by observing other people doing the actual artwork, the person was in the room. When I say person, the model, and they they stand up on the small makeshift type stage, which was made out of plywood. The room was very dark. It's very cold out. It is a winter night. Um, the heat has turned up pretty high. Of course, you want to be comfortable. And, you know, the blinds are drawn and the lights are very dim, but the lights are on stands, professional lighting that are positioned on angles, positioned on the models. And then there's a few overhead lights very dimly so that the artist can see on the easel. So the, the lighting is very, very soft. I particularly maybe would have brought a um, a clip on light, but I didn't do that because I didn't know what to expect the first time. Other than I brought way too many supplies and was way too ambitious from the very beginning. A lot of people just showed up with sketch pads and notebooks underneath their arm and maybe a little tote bag full of pencils and charcoals and pastels or the like. Some people just even drew on ballpoint pens and, and things like that. So what happens is someone is there proctoring the class, not really, no one's teaching per se. You're just getting to know people if you want to, or you can just not talk to anyone. But I find that if I'm trekking out for a night and I'm going to spend three hours with someone or a group of people, I'm going to get to know people. I exchange business cards. I tell them who I am. And what I'd like to do is learn from them these people or artists that are just like me that are either learning or extremely advanced or intermediate level, whatever level you want to call it. And there are a lot of things that you can learn just by asking simple questions as to what kind of supplies you use, what kind of paper you use. How did you get into art? How did you find out about the class? Is this something that you'd like to pursue? Do you sell your art? Where do you store your art and how do you store it? I have so much artwork it's it's getting a little overwhelming. It's to a point where it's not overtaking a particular room, but I know that if I don't watch it, it's going to grow rather quickly. And I don't want to be in that position where I'm weeding out pieces of art. So I'm going to be really careful as to how I'm going to store our work. So one of the questions of a fellow artist that was next to me, uh, an elderly woman who lived in the area, I'd asked her, you know, how did you find out about the class? And she said she would go every Friday. She just started about a couple of months ago and her drawings are magnificent. Again, I may be starting to draw and I really don't know what I'm doing. And I turn to someone and I say, I really don't know what I'm doing. And can't you see by just come take a peek, come look at my artwork. It was a mess. It was a real mess. And that's okay. And I think by just being modest and honest with people goes to show you what kind of person you are. I'm not going to say that every time I make a piece of artwork, I say it's terrible. What I'm saying is that this was the very first time I was doing this and I had really had no idea or any expectations as to how this was going to turn out and how my artwork was going to turn out. But I will tell you that it was something that I thoroughly enjoyed. Again, just by learning and listening to other people and watching them work. For example, someone was using a regular plastic glove to blend in the charcoal with one hand and draw with the other. I don't particularly like to blend charcoals, um, only if I use charcoal powder for the background for a landscape scene, but I don't get in the habit of actually blending using my finger or, or in that case, she was using a glove with the um, blending of the charcoal. The idea of the class was that it's 15 minute poses, a pause, 15 minute poses, a pause, again, proctored by the person that, that is having the class or that is hired by to watch over the class. And Those 15 minutes are timed obviously on a cell phone and then there's a particular break for the model that puts back on their robe and takes a break and we take a break also. And then there's two half hour poses that are pretty similar to each other. Some people in the class stuck to their 15 minute pose or half hour pose and expanded on that. Other people did many, many drawings on one piece of paper and were just practicing over and over and over again. Even on the same pose, for me, I just took out an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper that was actually sketch pad paper, some were nine by twelves. I started to use the back and the front, and when I did realize taking the R class when I took the second R class and into the third, since the first class was a male model, the second was a female, and the third class was a female that the two females were pretty similar in body shape. And when I was drawing one figure and then drawing the next from one Friday to the next, they looked pretty similar and I was trying to think, which one did I do? So what I did on each piece of paper going forward is I quickly dated the piece of paper on the bottom or somewhere in the corner of the paper to denote, okay, this is the class that I took and this is all the series of those drawings from that particular class. Because one week there was a female model and her body type was very similar or as similar to the next female the following Friday. And I was getting a little confused as to was this from today or from last Friday? And I wanted to see a natural progression over the course of classes and see where I will go in the future as far as drawing goes. But what the message of this particular podcast is that it is so important to take a class in person. I love the videos. I love watching videos. I love reading books. I read a lot of books about anatomy and was studying up on body figures and all types of drawings, past and present, modern, contemporary drawings, obviously going back to the beginning of time and the famous anatomy drawings that we're all very familiar with. But what I find is by taking a class in person, not only do you get to see everything and hear everything, you you get to really watch and observe the other artists around you. And some of them are well, well advanced. And I really appreciate that. Some people will, may not be too open to talk or, and I know who they are in the class and that's okay. But there are other people that will or willing to talk with me and then we'll go the extra mile. And those are the people I kind of gravitate towards. And if I see someone coming in after I've been there, let's say six or nine months, or maybe take a break and go back to the class and they're starting off new, I would like to be the one to help them as well. So I believe it to be passing on the knowledge the techniques and making sure if people feel comfortable as well, even though it's, this is not my class, but you want to continue that. For other people, I think it's just the right thing to do. So I'm going to leave you with that. The art class was a great experience. I was extremely nervous at first, not sure what to expect. Remember these people are people just like you and I, they're professional models. The environment was extremely professional. Again it's about the artwork. It's about learning how to draw the human figure, which is extremely difficult. If you can draw the human figure, you can pretty much draw anything. As far as I'm concerned, if you can draw sh- basic shapes, you can draw a human body. Someone had mentioned to me to purchase the wooden model figure. That's obviously very flexible. You can pose it in different positions. Those are just basic shapes. You know, you start with the head It's an oval, the body type, another oval, you know, ovals for the arm. Connected by segments of circles from joints and etc. Those are great techniques to start off at, like a drawing one-on-one class. But that's not really where I was going. I was really looking for a very open, sketchy, chalky, rough sketch. That that's my style. Very rough, open lines. Almost looks haphazardly, but you. If I just draw three or four lines, you know that's a person. And that's what I was going after was the very rough, quick sketch. And then I would go back to, I would leave them clipped on the easel all around the side. Since the pieces of paper were small, I would go back and shade them possibly between breaks. Or if I wasn't really satisfied with one particular drawing or one pose, I would go back to the first or second pose that I started on and shade in and create more values or highlights, etc., cetera, or remove just by using the eraser. So it was something that I would recommend. I recommend taking an art class. There are plenty of opportunities to take art classes in your community at the local community colleges. There are uh, continuing education classes. There is a lot of centers and art councils around that, promote art classes, whether during the day or in the evenings, some of them will even let you take classes and prorate it. And if you haven't been able to sign up right away, and I, and I noticed that with this particular studio, since I was so open about talking about art and where I was started, and I told them that I was a very beginner about drawing the human body, They had encouraged me to sign up for the art class. It was already three classes in. It was a total of eight classes, but the person who was running the program said that they would prorate those classes and just so that I would pay only for their five remaining classes. I thought that was very generous and very sweet. And um, again, all these places are willing to work with you. All you need to do is ask. So I think if you really want to, you know, promote or improve your artwork, taking a class, sitting with people, you know, it's really the experience itself alone and the way you see other people work, you begin to really develop your own style, your own way of handling the tools, storing the tools, working the the piece of paper, blending, non-blending, and that you all start to develop your own real style at that point, regardless of what the medium is. So all in all, I'll leave you with you know, continue to do what you're doing, but I really encourage everyone this week to just go and find a local class. Again, it doesn't have to be something extremely elaborate. There's tons of opportunity, but if there isn't, I would even go to some of these art councils and ask. And the more that you ask, the more that you learn. Don't be afraid because I think there's a lot of people out there that would like to support you as well. So thank you so much for listening and, uh, Hopefully everyone take my advice or maybe not, but anyway, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed.